What's up, everybody? So today we're going to talk about the Toronto Raptors um, in terms of the direction they're going in and where they're sitting at at the moment, um, especially coming off a, a championship just a couple seasons ago. I think they're looking, um, as far as the future goes, they are in a good position moving forward. Um, if you take a look at their depth chart um, at point guard, Lowry is on the back end of his career. Van Vliet is primed and ready to take over whenever Lowry decides to hang him up. Uh, Malachi Malachi Flynn. Um, I don't want to jump to conclusions as far as new draftees go um, because we don't know. Um, they could flourish. They could fold. Who knows? We're not going to know until we actually see him. On the court. Um, at, so we got Lowry, Van Vliet, and Flynn at point guard. At shooting guard, Terrence Davis, if he gets convicted, he really screwed up. Um, he really screwed up big time if that's the case. He could have been, if, if, if he does get convicted, if he does get convicted, he could have easily been a solid piece um on a roster i think he's still a serviceable player i think he'd be a solid rotational player on any team even a championship team um maybe not like right now now but especially under as he continues to develop and get better um he can certainly become that in maybe as soon as two years from now who knows um then we've got norman powell um, I think he's got potential. He can certainly go for six men of the year next season. Um, <clears throat> um, at small forward, they've got OG. Um, they did. They did add some random players. Um, so Bembry, uh, Alex Len, um, the O'Shea Brissett. Um, Henry Ellenson, uh, they drafted, uh, they drafted Jalen Harris. Uh, I think they picked up Alizé Johnson, somebody like that. Um, and then a few, a couple others that were just to fill out the roster. Uh, Matt Thomas, while he is a very good shooter, I don't really, I, I see him taking on like a Kyle Korver type of role. I see him being a huge liability on defense. Not to say that he doesn't try, um, but from uh, in terms of the depth chart at shooting guard, you've got Terrence Davis, Norman Powell, Matt Thomas. Um, as much as I'd like to put Matt, Patrick McCaw in that guard category, I mean, he would kind of just see garbage minutes, so I wouldn't really include him, along with Malachi, Finn, Malachi, Malachi Flynn. Um, then at small forward, you got OG. Uh, DeAndre Bembry, O'Shea Brissett. Um, uh, they also have Stanley Johnson as well. I think Stanley Johnson can still be, uh, a serviceable player as much as, I know he's been very disappointing, um, for the most part, but I think he's, he's still a, he can still defend, uh, offensively. He's, you know, not as polished as people would like like for him to be but 
still a work in progress. Um, even if he doesn't pan out to really be anything offensively, if he can lock somebody down, uh, Dundee, that that will earn you a spot on any roster um, for the duration of your career. Um, at power forward, obviously we got Pascal. <clears throat> we got Pascal. Um, and God knows who else is behind him. Uh, not, not anybody, um, nobody really in particular, no name that jumps off the page or anything of uh, like that. Um, and then at center, we've got the new guy, Aaron Baines, and then we've got Chris Boucher. I think Chris Boucher, I, I'm really iffy about Boucher. Uh, he certainly has, certainly has the talent to be a, a good player, but I think we need to see what he's capable of doing, um, in a bigger role. So now in this upcoming season, he'll be able to take on a bigger role. So now we'll be able to see what he's fully capable of. I, 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 I totally, everybody can see that he is clearly very talented. Um, but in terms of obviously his frame being, he has a slim frame. He, yes, he can stretch the floor and put the ball on the floor and whatnot, but, um, in a, in the NBA setting, especially in the playoffs, is that something, will you see success from that? Nobody knows. So the only way to find out is by, him taking on a bigger role in Toronto by giving him that 13 mil two-year contract shows just that he will be taking on a bigger role. Um, and Aaron Baines will—he's uh, a starting center. I mean, that's his spot. That's his spot to lose. Really, I don't think he will lose it to Boucher. Um, but Baines is—I think right now, considering their center situation with Baines and Boucher, I think that's actually better than. Moving forward, at least, I believe that's a better situation to have than Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka at this point in their careers. In the playoffs, Marcus Gasol was clearly um, not moving quickly. He was, I mean, he, we know he's slow-footed on the perimeter, but he looked even more slow, slower-footed um, than before. So... That was concerning. I think he's probably got maybe one more year left. Um, then Ibaka. While Ibaka was... I mean, obviously, I think Ibaka's like the... In terms of having a small ball five, he's probably one of the top centers to have at, at that in a small ball lineup. Uh, on the Clippers, he's, he's definitely going to be... He's he's going to be great for them. He's going to be, he be... He would be great for any team. Um but right now, considering that Toronto's not going to be contending for a title, um, definitely not this season, um, I don't know if they'd be able to make it to the second round this season. Um, if they do, that is as far as they're going to get. Um, they will make the playoffs, that's for sure, but I just depending on where they fall in the standings, I see them maybe finishing around the fourth or fifth seed, but I mean, Nick Nurse and company, they all, 
they play very cohesively as a team and they they don't have many names that jump off the page on their roster but they play cohesively they play hard but in a playoff setting that that can only take you so far and especially when they don't have a guy in crunch time i mean lowry can be um a guy in crunch time to to give the ball to but in terms of you know if there's if it's 2 minutes left and it's a tie game and it's a game 7 or something you don't have a guy where you can give them the ball and say look take me to the promised land just i don't know how we're going to do it i don't know how you're going to do it just just do it i mean that's i mean in the late game situations like that that's where guys like lebron anthony davis um damian lillard even um kobe mj uh, i'm not i'm not putting those guys on the same level i'm just giving examples of guys that flourish in those kind of scenarios there's no you know on toronto yeah og has hit a, a couple really big shots in the playoffs but especially when you want to go one-on-one if it's a final shot or a final two three possessions and you want to you really want to send send the next send your opponent home you know that's where Kawhi that's where they're missing Kawhi the most and as much as I like Pascal Pascal cannot shoot nearly nearly as well as Kawhi um and that's really what separates them while they both can finish at the basket I mean Pascal finishes at the basket particularly well however if the defense backs off of him and they're giving him a mid-range jump shot. Well, if I'm the opposing team and it's Toronto comes out and it, you know Toronto gets three final possessions and they have to make all three of those baskets and they and Toronto decides to iso Pascal at the top against whoever. If I'm the opposing team, I can live with Pascal taking a mid-range jump shot. I don't want it, I definitely don't want him to come at come at the rim. So those are things to to cater for. And especially with Kwai, Kwai in that same scenario, it's a lose-lose for the defense. You play him close, he'll take you to the basket. You play off of him, he can shoot the three and he will nail it. So Giannis, I know everybody's excited about the Giannis sweepstakes and everything, but to be real, Giannis is not a first option on a championship team. He's not. I mean, right now, given his style of play, we've clearly we've seen. I mean, I'm not hating. I'm I'm saying like just based off observation, we have seen Giannis do the exact same thing every season for the past five years, and they have not seen any success from that in the playoffs. Um. What Giannis needs to do, I mean, everyone keeps saying that Giannis needs to develop a jump shot. Once he gets a jump shot, then he'll that's then then he'll be good. Only problem with that is Giannis isn't built like that. People ex- people are really hoping that he's going to develop his jump shot and he'll become such a smooth jump shooter that he'll be like a a more uh, like a a more powerful version of, of Kevin Durant. I mean, that's like saying. You know, Shaq being dominant in the post. Oh yeah, but if Shaq made a, if Shaq had a good jump shot, he would be even more unstoppable. Actually, he would be less 
he would be not as unstoppable. He wouldn't be as dominant because if he could shoot, he wouldn't be in the post all the time. But every time Shaq was in the post, he was always a threat. But if you pull him out to the three-point line, if I'm the opposing team, knowing how dominant Shaq is in the post, if he wants to take a jump shot, I will give him that jump shot every single time. If he makes 8 out of 10 of those jump shots, even if he makes 80% of those jump shots, I can live with that. What I can't live with is if he gets into the post, plays bully ball, and gets a layup, and layup dunk, and or a foul. And or, and one. And especially with the fouls. That puts your team in a bad situation. Especially Shaq is just... He will give the your your team... He will get your team to pick up fouls in high volumes too. So if you have... If you're... If you're... If, for example... If you're Golden State with KD... A few like a few years ago, and you're going up against a Shaq-led team like Shaq and Kobe. Okay, well, who's gonna guard Shaq? Yeah, you can put Zaza on him, but yeah, it's just a matter of time before Zaza gets into foul trouble. I'll give him three to four minutes in the first quarter. Zaza will pick up two to three fouls easily. Okay, you take him out. Who's next? And then what? I'm sure Draymond Green will try to be a hero at some point, and Shaq will do the same thing to him. If there's a mismatch with Clay or Steph or KD, he'll do the exact same thing again. So I think what Giannis needs to do, he needs to focus on how can he dominate. It's it's okay to be one-dimensional if there's no winning for the other team. And what I mean by that is for Giannis, you can stop Giannis. His, you know, ISO at the top, dribble-dribble barrel down to the basket and just dunk. Yeah, that works in the regular season. But when a defense is really honed in on you, you're you're not you're not going to be successful with that style of play. But Shaq on the other hand, I know people might say, "Oh, well Shaq was, you know, Shaq couldn't shoot and he did the same thing." Well, what's the difference between him and Giannis? Well, Shaq was a threat regardless. There was no winning. There's only two options you can... There's, you only had two options when Shaq caught the, got the ball in the post. Well, actually three. You have three options when Shaq catches the ball in the post. You can... If you're defending him, you can either, you know, let him back you down and then try your best to, to block his shot. Well, guess what? Chances are he's still going to... He's going to score on you anyway, regardless of what you do. Or you can foul him. And then the third option is get a teammate to send a double. All three of those scenarios are losing situations for the opposing team. Giannis, if Giannis wants to barrel to the basket, okay, I'll play off of you. Take that jump shot. Take a a 20-foot jump shot. He's not going to make it. I mean, maybe he can, but I mean, I'm not, sorry. It's not that he can't make it. He can't make it. He doesn't make it at a at a respectable clip where opposing teams say, okay, well, let's play off of him. Uh, so I understand with the whole Giannis sweepstakes, everybody is very excited and they want Giannis on the team. I really don't think Giannis, I mean, defensively, if Giannis were to, Giannis is a is an asset to any team on defense, but offensively, you know, 
I think he would work well in a Dallas system. Um, there would be less pressure on him. You got Porzingis and Doncic. You know, Doncic can, can create his own shot. He would be taking the last shot. Porzingis can stretch the floor. They have a lot of options. And if Giannis is playing as a cutter, and you got Porzingis in the post or high post, and Giannis is as a cutter, if you throw him the ball nice and high, he catches it high, he holds it up high, takes two steps and goes for a dunk, you can't do anything about that. So I think in a particular role, he can be successful. But if he were to, even if he were to join Toronto, as much as I would like for him to join Toronto, it wouldn't work unless they plan on getting another big name player. But it just wouldn't work. Uh, otherwise, I like where Toronto is at. And I think, you know, the, the next couple of years, I think the next couple of years, they, they will keep getting better they will add some pieces uh but the major the biggest domino that raptor fans should be concerned about is extending messiah's contract um otherwise i think they're they're sitting good um they're sitting good and they're you know seeing that their their team if you look at their team really they're not the Raptors team isn't really when you look at their roster on paper, it's nothing jumps out at you, but they're a playoff team. And they're sitting like in the middle of the pack. So it just goes to show that they have a lot of room for growth if you do add a, a big name player. I mean Giannis, I don't think Giannis would be the answer to it, but if you get Giannis and somebody else, or if Pascal can take that next leap and then he's shooting, he's able to develop a really good jump shot where he can be a first option as the finesse player then yeah i can really see that working but uh that's that's pretty much how it goes that's pretty much how it goes in my opinion as far as the raptors go um so yeah thank you for listening uh, I'm, I'm gonna be covering all the other teams um and yeah i'll see you then see you next time